Prepare the way of the Lord. Make straight his paths. Make straight his path. Huh. I kind of scratched my head when I read that. I thought, okay, so that's curious. What can we possibly do to make the Lord's path straight? Because he does all the work, doesn't he? I think so what can we possibly do? And I think when, this is one of the uh, great Advent things we hear, right? Prepare the way of the Lord. Make his, make his straight path. I think for me, I always thought when I heard this, John the Baptist, out in the wilderness, you know, preaching repentance and uh, baptism. But we hear this twice today. So, you know, what does this mean for us? How can we straighten Jesus' path? Well, let's think about the nature of the path that he takes when he comes to us first. The straightest path that Jesus can take is straight to the bottom, down to the ground where the rubber hits the road, the lowest in counterpoint. That's about as straight as Jesus' path can be. And when he came to us, when God came to earth, we know by the way he came, he came straight to the lowest point of humanity. So that's where he meets us. So we know that the way Jesus comes to us is the way of perfection. But the way that we can meet Jesus is the way of imperfection. There's this book that I've been hearing about a lot uh, since I came here by many people, left and right, all the time, and it's called The Way of Imperfection. Has anybody ever heard of this book? One. Good. A couple. All right, good. So in the summary, I haven't read it yet, but I'm dying to. In the summary of this book, it says a couple things. It says, we descend into the heart of our own poverty to discover God's unconditional love and mercy because God's strength is found in our weakness and we only rise to holiness when we descend first to like the lowest depths of our need and our desperation and it's only when we fully acknowledge how small we are our nothingness that we can actually fully embrace everything that God is offering to us So we have to descend first to ascend, which is how we follow Jesus. And there's a lot of great things happening this weekend that are showing us this awesome way of imperfection. Yesterday morning, about 50 kids from second grade marched into the confessionals for the very first time to me the first sacrament of reconciliation. And I know that You know, they practice, but probably barely even knowing what to expect, they really did meet Jesus in his, in their, their littleness, you know, not just their age. And they were honest, but they were unafraid. They were totally unafraid. And they received absolution with a smile. It was pretty awesome. And then, and then last, uh, yesterday evening, as well as this morning, Hi, our new friends over here, our new catechumens and candidates, stood before God and before us in total vulnerability. 
You can tell it in their faces. They were totally vulnerable. In the last, last three months, they've been coming every week, you know, just in their own poverty, just trying to keep up with what God's been doing in their life. And like the journey goes, they may not fully understand what's going on today or how they're going to become a full member of the body of Christ. But in that poverty, they know there's nowhere else to run than to God. There's nowhere else to go. So they stood here, and we're happy to to stand behind them. So how can we, how can all of us continue on this way of imperfection through Advent to welcome Jesus into like the lowest depths of our need? Think about the first time that Jesus came to earth, to this world. Think about all the desperation and the brokenness and poverty that was waiting for him when he came. That's why he came. So, for us, what are those places? What are those places in your life that are still waiting for him to touch, the places that he still needs to meet you at, that you need to meet him at? Is it our self-reliance? Is it our, our fears and our doubts? Um, is it our bitterness or our resentments for things that have happened or things that are happening right now? Is it the chains of addiction? Or is it just feeling lonely, feelings of isolation, <clears throat> whatever they are, that's where we got to go. You got to go there. Don't hide from these places. Don't pretend they don't exist. Because unlike what the world wants us to think, these places aren't places of shame. They're places of hope. Because that's why he came, and that's his path. There's no wound that Jesus didn't come to take care of. So do we believe it? There's a lifelong goal. Do we believe it, that he can take it? The hardest parts that we don't know how to get rid of, can he heal it? Because if we do believe that, only if we go there, then he can meet us there. So... To that point, the ministry of John the Baptist is just as promising today as it was some 2,000 years ago. Because the gospel of repentance, which is what he was preaching, simply means the good news of repentance. And preaching unworthiness is preaching our need for Christ. And if we accept that in a deeper and deeper way, that is a welcoming, that is a lifelong process of welcoming him and preparing his way to enter into our life in a more straight and perfect and complete way. So on our way of imperfection, we'll let him enter into the lowest depths and emptiness of our life so 
he can ascend with us and raise us up to places that we never thought we could reach. So happy Advent, indeed.